Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Red Pill Cartel. Today, I have two guests on. I have Nico Polizzi from Upstate Unconventional and Ryan Dean from uh, the Dangerous World podcast. Uh, so we did a swap cast. So if, uh, you know, you want to check those guys out too, they're going to put the same episode out. So yeah, we had a lot of fun. We just talked about, uh, you know, um, the upcoming uh, Facebook change uh, to Meta and the Metaverse and the possible implications or effects it could have on uh, like the new generation coming up, you know, so uh, we're gonna, we get into that and we get into other things such as like uh, we talked about uh, what you can do or like, you know, how you can start your own podcast or uh, things like that. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy the show. Uh, you know what to do. Smoke a dupe, drink a beer, do what you got to do, relax and enjoy the show. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, got a great three-way going on here. Straight dudes, a sausage fest for you. And I'm extremely excited to talk about this little deal that uh, Davey Wavy brought forward. He wants to talk about the metaverse, Facebook changing their name from Facebook to meta. I don't know what that's about, but I think that we might dig into that a little bit here. Uh, first of all, going to bring to you Nico from the un- Upstate Unconventional Fun, fun guy. We just did a swap cast very recently. And then, of course, Davey Wavy from the Red Pill Cartel podcast. And uh, I mean, we're all just having fun here, man. I, I want to uh, ask you, Davey, how you're doing, man, because this was your idea. And I think it's a great one. Uh, just fun fucking talking a lot of shit with some new friends, right? Yeah, dude. I mean, like, I I'm, I'm I had the honor of getting on to uh, the Monday Night Master Debaters on the first episode with you guys. And uh, I'm trying to catch up on all the episodes and shit, but I thought it was a great idea. I mean, it's so much fun to just like meet you guys and chill and then just like instantly connect. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's and something it's, that you can't so really easy. do. And, yeah. It's something you just, that, that, that doesn't happen so commonly. Right. But like when, when we're dealing with all these kind of people that are somewhat like-minded, it is a very refreshing thing. Definitely. I always, I always uh, compare it to like going to church. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's kind of like when you go to church, you got that like-mindedness where you're there for the same reason, right? And this is kind of the same same thing where uh, we're all like in a state of uh, wokeness, if you will. Yeah. And uh, we all know most of what the fuck is going on and we have a lot to talk about. And it just never ends. We can just keep going and going and going. So why not just meet new people, get new people in the mix and have at it, you know? Yeah, dude, if uh, Conspiracy Church isn't a podcast title already, someone needs to start that ASAP. But yeah, uh, I, I, I got to also uh, ask Nico uh, what's going on over there, up there in New York. Is that where you're still at, dude? Yeah, I'm up in upstate New York. And, okay. Uh, the Empire State. The Empire State. Star Wars Empire. But uh, upstate, <laughs> upstate's not too bad. I'm pretty close to Albany, which is the capital. Yeah. Can you guys hear me all right? Yes, sir. Yep. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm near the capital, so it's pretty, it's like 50-50. But when you're 
in the smaller towns, it's like nothing's going on, you know? Yeah, some man. Masks, some people aren't. The kids still have to wear them in school, which is a pain in the ass. But other than that, are people I mean, you really like, wouldn't know. Are they like oblivious to what's going on or do you think they're really, like anti-mask or what? It really depends. Like I had to go to Walmart the other day and I would say it's like 60, 40, 60% aren't wearing masks and you still got some people clinging onto it, you know, mm. really trying to <laughs> keep the fear alive, but it's mostly older people. And uh, yeah, so I don't really, I, I don't get into it with people. I just, there's something, there's something to the older folks wearing the masks and like how the, how the masks have been such a, a you know, prominent part in Western culture in the last two years it's um it it does kind of in my opinion honestly uh lay the foundations for this metaverse deal right we have the idea where people don't want to come into contact too much anymore and yeah. what better way to have parties uh go to raves go to you know social gatherings it, it, the best way that you can possibly do that if you are actually afraid of a virus is to do it digitally is to do it in the cyberverse right so um, Davey, this was your idea to talk about the metaverse. I'm curious what the metaverse is to you, man. Um, well, from, from like, like what you said, it's like the whole six feet apart thing, you know, it, it almost seems like they're getting ready to like completely disconnect us and keep us in our own little bubbles. Right. Yeah. And because of that, it will entice people more to get into that kind of thing especially in a virtual environment where you can like be face to face with whoever you're talking to or in a meeting, right? Like what we're doing right now, like we could be using meta the metaverse and put our fucking virtual helmet on and just be like, yo, Ryan, you know, and like, who knows? They might even like put in like, yeah, yeah. like or, or sensors in our body or more to fucking feel people, you know? Yeah. Well, this is a thing that, like I said, I, I just recorded an episode with my boy Colorado Dank. And we talked about this a little bit. There's this there's this clothing company called Graphrain that is going to make clothing to where you can wear this shit and you can actually do that. You can like like Nico said, you can fist bump. And let's say I fist bump Nico and like you actually feel the fist bump. Right. Or like, let's say like like he wants to punch me. I can feel that punch, right? Like, like you can fucking fight like that. Like, and, like, like in your, like in a PS4 or Xbox controller, when you feel the force feedback, the vibration, the vibration on the kind of like that, like wherever you hit them, they're going to feel like, boom or whatever, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so that, that, that'll be the start, but uh, of course this will project. And what I, what, like my big thing was, is um, the way that they can suck people into this whole metaverse deal is um seeing a dead relative and like you know let's say you have oh a husband God. a husband yeah. or a wife that passed away or you know in my case my dog that passed away uh you can pet the dog you can kiss your husband you can you can have sex with your dead wife shit like that and you can feel it like it's actually going on uh this is how they're going to suck people into this man and there are companies that are actively trying to pr pursue this there's digital currency already Digital real estate is making a serious wave in this whole realm. And then you got the NFT aspect, the augmented reality and all this stuff. So so this is not terribly far away. And the way that technology is progressing, uh, I mean, I think that this is a lot nearer than most people think that it is. Nico, what are your uh -huh. thoughts? 
Yeah, I'd give it like the next 10 years. I wanted to ask, what exactly is an NFT? That's something I never really looked too much into. So, I mean, dude, you know, I can explain it and, and it probably won't make it any clearer to you. It's a non-fungible <laughs> token. I mean, this is this was my thought on the on the blockchain. Um, mm-hmm. I can I, I have a fundamental understanding of what a blockchain is, and I've heard experts talk about it, and it does not make it any clearer to me, dude. I don't um, get it. I just don't get it myself. Because right, like no one does. Because only one person owns it, but other people can still see the stuff, right? Like an, well, in no, an NFT. Oh, for an NFT. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about a like blockchain shit. But yeah, an NFT. Um, I don't know if you've seen the new meta commercial that they were doing for Facebook where, where Mark Zuckerberg's in like this, like, you know, augmented reality. I, I posted yeah. it on my page, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so I'm sure yeah. Nico's seen it as well. So I mean, yeah. what you have is like this idea of uh, w- w- what I thought was kind of interesting was the art aspect where you you show like this 3D art and let's say, just to oversimplify it, you put in $10, you get 10 seconds to view this art piece. And then that art okay. piece starts disappearing. That's essentially, that could be an NFT. Um, I don't see any actual practical uh, use for an NFT. Um, you, you know, Tim Dillon, one of my favorite podcasts, he does the Tim Dillon show. He mm-hmm. sold uh, a, an NFT of him dressed as Megan McCain for six thousand dollars i mean it's insane so and six thousand dollars that's not a ton of money but um when when you start breaking shit down like this i mean people are selling nfts for seven figures and then you know so if you're asking me for like what the what the use of an nft is i can't fucking tell you nico i really don't know what it is um, is it just like a status symbol? Like, oh, I have this and that's it? Because that's what that's what I, how I understand it. Yeah. It's like you it's own flexing. it, it's yours, and that's it. Nobody else can own it. Yeah, but then, then what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, I like know. Th- that that is greed to a fucking T. I mean, like absolutely. Right. And then you what? Take- do you have like a virtual art show where you have people over and you show sure. them a projection? Like <laughs> that's the theory. I this. Yeah, that's crazy to me, man. But there's well, gotta like be the same. Some- Go ahead. I was going to say, it's like the same with any of these like online games where you buy, spend real life money and buy yeah, yeah. like a new, a new gun or something for Call of Duty or a new character for World of Warcraft or something, you know, right. you don't, you can't actually own that thing. You, the game owns it. So do you actually even own an NFT or whatever the host is for that thing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I thought, I, I mean, with, uh, with Call of Duty, that, that is a, an interesting way to bring the, to, to sort of like kind of introduce the idea of, of an NFT because you have something that you buy with money that you actually worked for in the real world, right? And then you buy this gun that you can only use in this one game. Um, right. But I can also see why, uh, you know, you want to do good in this game that you're playing. So you want to kill more people. You want to get your kill streaks. You want to get your fucking whatever. Um, So I get that. And that, that is the whole idea of the frog boiling in the pot. You're getting this, you're getting this, this group of younger kids that are tech savvy and they're all about gaming. And then they're, you know, they're buying their guns so that they can interact with people. But I just don't get what the, what the idea of an NFT is as far as like art goes. Yeah, you can show it to your friends, and then maybe you know these nerds that that don't really hang out in the real world, they can they can see art, you know. So like, let's say I own some million dollar art piece, 
I can show Nico and Davey, I can show you guys the art, you know what I mean? And let's say it's some, some controversial art piece. And maybe you guys would want to be friends with me just because I have this art piece, right? So that, that promotes value for myself to other fucking losers that actually want to <laughs> see this shit, right? I mean, it's just weird. Yeah, it's so to- I just totally don't understand the concept, honestly. Like why yeah. anybody would want to buy an NFT. Like, it's not like well, it's going to be a fuck you money. Can you resell it again or? Sure. Right. Again? Okay. Okay, maybe I could see it in that perspective. Like you can auction it off or something, you know? Well, there's Let's this Earth. It. Have you heard of Earth2.io? It's very interesting. No. Earth2.io, it's a digital real estate, and it's very, very weird. I'll, I'll see if I can share uh, the screen with you guys so we can just kind of talk about it. But it's essentially the same way that, that uh, digital real estate it's, it's digital real estate, but it's it's the same concept as cryptocurrency. So you can you can buy uh, cyber land, and it's the same land that is on Earth. It's essentially going off of Google Maps, Google Earth, okay. and you can buy little ten by ten plots of land. That's fucked up. It's like buying virtual land that you're never gonna populate or anything, but you still own it. And people can buy it from you. This they can make trend like kind of like Monopoly, right? Yeah. Well, what's interesting too yeah. is there's a cryptocurrency called Decentraland. Have you guys heard of this one? I have not. It's uh, I bought some back in 2020 when it was like eight cents a share, and uh, I just checked the other day and I made like I only maybe bought like 20 bucks worth of it, but I made 500 bucks off of this thing, and <laughs> so I sold it. But it has something to do with um, buying stuff within some type of virtual reality i know that for i don't know exactly what it is but it's just interesting like people pay the money for this crypto money so they can buy shit in this whatever game it is or whatever virtual world it is all right what's this watch earth 2 are you guys able to see my screen yeah i can see it okay so obviously the 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 listeners can't can't see it but i'll show you guys this and we can just kind of like commentate on what's going on here um but for anyone that's interested earth2.io is the website and what it is i mean like when you right when you log into the website you see up top here australia dubai uh koreaku germany canada hey davy canada's fucking in the game here they're doing something that's that's an interesting Uh, shape of the earth they got there well yeah it's the earth breaking into two pieces so um this is yeah it looks like it's splitting Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and this is the concept. But so what it is, is like if someone from, let's say, Canada, they buy something, it shows that they put that amount of money down. So you got Spain uh, buying uh, an eight an eight dollar and uh, 20 euro, I guess it is. So, yeah, you're you're every time someone from each country buys, uh, it shows up on this ticker of sorts. So I'll play the video and you guys can I mean, obviously, we'll just talk about it as it's going. Oh, this is a uh, fucking Tyson, oh, yeah, dude. Fucking Tyson, right away. Fuck this dude. Imagined... So here we go. Such a good actor. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't even think that. Uh... So 2020 AD, the beginning. It shows just you know this dude looking at the planet. You got flags falling down. Russia, fucking Argentina. Um, Lots of a CGI new world. Pictures of the Earth. Earth. A new world with <laughs> endless possibilities. Alternate reality in the making. 
Earth two, and it's two two globes splitting apart, the same land, same seas, mm, same some heights. Biblical references, splitting of the seas, divided into ten by ten meter sections, waiting to be claimed. So it shows a grid, and these and are the fucking land that you can buy. And then fucking Bill Gates and Elon Musk come in and buy everything right away. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much they're actually buying these things, but it's all about nationalism. It's it's about who's buying. You can buy like the Taj Mahal. You can buy areas of the Great Wall of China, um, parks, you know, private property, um, the pyramids. I mean, imagine like how much a fucking nerd would love to own the pyramids. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just it's an interesting concept and it says have you claimed your piece of the future earth2.io it's a fascinating concept i think it's very interesting i think that it could have some serious uh implications in the future here but it's just a weird idea i wonder if they'll let people be self-sufficient on earth 2.0 you know (laughs) yeah Excellent video. Uh-oh. First phase in my virtual real estate. Sorry, you guys can keep talking. Can you hear that? Yep. Yeah, I can hear it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We're having technical difficulties. Fuck this dude, man. What the fuck's he talking about? But yeah, no, I mean, it's um, it's a weird concept, right? And and like you said, can you can you be self-sufficient in this realm? I don't I don't know. I mean, it just goes to like the Matrix, Avatar, all these different things. It's very interesting because what are we supposed to do now as the human body what kind of spiritual implications does this have yeah i mean i mean it's fucked up man uh because my buddy and i at work we're talking about uh like virtual like gaming through virtual reality and everything like that like i've tried it like my buddy bought like uh fuck i forget what it's called now the quest or something like that the Oculus Quest. Oh yeah. And you got two controllers and they actually use your fingers and shit. And like uh there's this one game you let me try where these robots come out and they're like right there, right? And they're shooting at you and you slow down time and you grab their fucking bullet that they're shooting at you with your fingers like this and you whip it back at them and get a headshot with it, right? Oh shit. That's yeah, it's cool. pretty crazy. Like it's wild. And another one where there's a mountain climbing game where you just climb the mountain. If you look down, you're like, holy fuck. Like, it freaks you out, right? Wow. But uh, I told him, like, see, dude, I'm a, I'm a huge gamer, and that shit is appealing to me. But when I started playing VR games, I realized that I can't pick up my beer in real time, in the real world, and yeah. drink it because I can't see shit. Like, I don't, I want to sit, relax, and play a game. I don't want to be, like, fucking, you know, like, looking all over the place and right, flailing my real. fucking arms. Yeah. As well, cool so, as it is, I it, like to I, drink while I play, so I can't drink while I'm playing it. <laughs> well, yeah, and so so it's uh it's interesting to you, but what it what it's gonna end up being, it's gonna be it's going to indoctrinate the new generation of gamers, and not only gamers, but it's gonna make more people um you know, someone that's super fucking out of shape and not able to play football at the professional level. Maybe right. they can play football at the professional level in a fucking video game you know what i mean right. because yeah. they have the great hand-eye coordination and fucking make money off of it exactly exactly yeah. and this is what like the esports is i mean you can bet on fucking esports now it's wild man yeah i mean i've um i've i've even had like uh i have um what it's called the samsung gear 
So it's a virtual reality helmet, but you put your phone in it and you put it on. And it's like, just like another VR system. It's amazing. I only paid like 80 bucks for it. And uh, I got into like chat rooms with random people and we're just fucking sitting there and like talking to each other, looking at our avatars and having conversations. It was wild, man. Yeah, that's like a direct thing to the meta meta thing now, right? Because that's what they're trying to do. You go into this thing and I don't know. It's just weird to me because I had I, I've talked about it before. I used to play World of Warcraft a lot and that's a completely different level of it but you do get involved in these games and you talk with these people and you have like meetings with your your guild and stuff it's it's consuming and i i got out of it because it just sucks up too much of your real life you know there's a world outside i think that's what they want to do to us they just want us to and the thing is like the game never contact with one another you know except in the metaverse it's uh like, I always like to say that uh, the opposer, or what most people like to call Satan, uh, the opposer to humanity, is um, always trying to mimic the spiritual realm with technology. Yeah, that, that's case, the mirror. As above, yeah, below. Exactly. In this case, it's the metaverse. That's like the new spirit realm. It's like, that's what spirit realm is going to be like for people and when i was growing up watching like star trek and shit with like the holodeck and all that I'm like oh man that'll be so awesome but now yeah. it's like it's coming out you know and now it's like i don't fucking know if i want to be a part of that and even uh the the movie tron i i was like dude i, I totally would want to get sucked into the computer world and you know what i mean and now it's like i don't fucking know if i want to do that <laughs> Yeah, it seems like a fun thing until you realize the implications and the shit that's that that is like, uh, you know, as a kid, as an immature person, you see it as uh, like it's all good. But then as an adult, when you evolve a little more, you realize that that there's no such thing as a free lunch. There's no such thing as immortality without some sort of, uh, you know, give and take. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, there's serious problems with it. And I was always really into, like how Nico's saying, you know, World of Warcraft. I was always, always so into civilization-building games. Uh, yeah. There was a, a game called Zeus that I was so fucking into as a, as a kid. And what it was is you, you build a, a Greek city, and you can actually tap into the Greek gods, and you can build temples to these gods. And if you built the temples... Uh, the gods would come to your your little village and they would, you know, help. So, like, if you're building some shit for Aphrodite, they would make, uh, you know, your, your crops grow better. If you built a temple to Hades, they would make your, your war, your military strong. Um, crazy shit like that. And it was just it was just a very interesting kind of idea. There's other variations. Caesar um fucking so many different variations of that same concept but uh it, it makes you kind of understand the the idea of the sim world and how time is sped up you know you're going through years and years and just minutes on right, these yeah right so it's a weird weird fucking deal dude and i think that that we're we're not too far off from from some shit like that but i think that you know us as as normal people um we can't really grasp this we don't know what what we're into right now we, I, no one knows what the fuck's going on yeah it's like right, outside it, of the realm of uh what, what we can grasp right now mentally you know 
Yeah. What were we gonna... goes into like the, the predictive programming with movies like The Matrix or Tron or the shit in Star Trek and stuff. Like they're just conditioning us for this. And yeah, it's it's interesting to see how it's coming out now. But like we were talking about this on uh, our show, Ryan, that we did together. Like we were the last generation that grew up without Internet, really. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone like my kids, they don't know a world without an iPad. Yeah, you know, they don't. Mm-hmm. So, and we're know. standing here like, struggling. Like, I'm not a parent, but I can. I know how it is because when I was with my ex, uh, she had an autistic son, and um, you know, you try to take that tablet away, and it's game over. Like, he's gonna fucking wreak havoc, mm-hmm. right? And that's like, dude, like, that's fucked. You know? Yeah, it's tough with an autistic kid too. Uh, you, yeah, normally definitely. I would say throw that fucking little shit in the headlock, but if they're autistic, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do they that throw with you them. in the headlock. Yeah, no shit. They got fucking uh, literal retard strength, right? I mean, so this is a <laughs> this is a problem. Um, Speaking of that, side note: I had to explain to my four year old what a retarded person was today. We were at the playground. Oh boy! And, and there was this grown man, and he was with this uh, older woman that really couldn't control him at all. And he was running around and my son was like, what's this guy doing? And I was like, I had to have the talk with him. I was like, he's, you know, he's, he's a little slow. He's special. He's here. I said, he's like a little kid, but he's trapped in an adult body. That was the best thing I could come up with. One, how (laughs) fucked up is it in the year 2021? You like the, the talk is not about the birds and the bees. It's not about sex. It's about what, how many genders there are. But how many genders there are, and it's about what a retarded person is. I mean, you know what I mean? Because they can, I mean, the kid can go on and see what sex is, but you, right. you're not really going to get a straight answer about what the fuck a retarded person is. Yeah. That's so fine. So, what does a they, them do it with a poly, whatever the fuck it is? Yeah. Or a and so why do all, but, and, why do and all the parent is like, look... duh, I don't know. Yeah, dude. It's and why do they all work at PetSmart? Uh, well, you know, PetSmart, there's a lot of, and that's scary because there's a lot of uh, vulnerable animals there too, you know, like they, 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 they just fuck up. Fuck Why up does this snake have shit all over it? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I thought that Nico was going to say like that, uh, your, your kid was sitting there like, why is this guy throwing shit all over the playground? You know what I mean? No, but he was just like, like my son's very in tune to stuff and he, he just was like picking up the vibe from this guy and. And I'm just trying to be as politically correct as possible. And like the guy's standing right there. So I'm like, hey, how you doing? And the son's like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Like, he's, a, he's like a little kid in, a, in an adult body. He's not going to advance any more than that. And he got it. He was like, OK, can we go home now? I was like, sure. Yeah. Can we get the fuck away from this weirdo? <laughs> you should, Nico, you should have been like, let's go watch Tropic Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Or no, never go uh, full retard. <laughs> exactly. Or uh, Gilbert Grape. That's a good. Yeah, movie. yeah. Right. No, man. Yeah, th- that's so funny, dude. I. It, it is kind of an interesting deal that um, because you can't. I, I remember when I was younger, and I was learning about like what a gay person was. My dad literally was like, yeah, these these dudes are fags. Like these these guys like sucking each other off and shit like that. You know, I grew up in the nineties. And and that was fine. There was nothing wrong with saying that kind of shit. And I, for the record, I still don't think that there's any problem with any of that shit. I, you know, and this is coming from a straight white man. 
So, you know, this I, maybe I'm out of line talking about these things, but I've also I, I'm friends with a couple of gay people. They have no problem with the word fag. It seems like there's there's um little pockets I, of groups. Same that, here, man. Same here. Really? Yeah. Yep. It just seems like there's and you're in a different country than, than we are, too. And, and it's a very liberal country. So. You know, it just seems like a very interesting concept. Yeah, I'm not going to go up and I'm not going to call a gay person a faggot just to, you know, try and get under their skin. But I think if I think that the the undertones, right, if you're saying it as a joke, um, that that has a lot of a different implication than if you're like, you know, kicking them in the face and saying that, you know what I mean? I think so. I think so. Right, I, always- I actually worked. Sorry, I actually worked with a uh, transgender like um uh he went from male to female right well that's weird mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah, i'm not but gonna like, lie dude that's totally, a fucking mental disorder <laughs> totally fucking cool person though like sure i mean totally i got along with him it. or her or him or it her. I, it that's all you can say it's an it yeah but it's like like we got along like i was playing my music while i was working and she was always like yeah dude you know so it was cool you know i got nothing against people but right, at the same time, it's like, I think, I honestly think there's a lot of, uh, most of the people that I've met that are, that have, uh, not have, but are transgendered or part of the LGBTQ, whatever the fuck it is. Um, sorry if I'm offending anybody. Yeah, fuck um, <laughs> uh, Mental disorders. Uh, like, not only are they confused about who they are, but they are they have serious mental issues like fucking anxiety or panic attacks whatever every single Everyone one of them does. that i've met it's crazy disillusion though about their how do i say this nice like their importance in the world like at the end of the day no one really gives a shit what you do with your body yeah. as long as you're not hurting anyone else like i couldn't care less if someone wants to transition or do whatever be you do whatever you got to do but it's when you like force this like mentality that this is the new normal and it's it's not yeah. you know it's like not if you like have you... an agenda that you're trying to pursue exactly everybody else like almost like a like a fuck like the crusades man exactly. that's why it's like yeah go ahead nico i was just gonna say it's like if you want to do that fine but like it don't expect it to be normal for everyone else like what you're doing is abnormal it's not the status quo and it's right. just going back to the other thing too i was just gonna say it's so funny how it's not the group of people that get offended by particular words. It's outside groups of people that always get offended. Yeah, <laughs> Usually that's... white liberals that get really offended when you say something <laughs> to someone else. And it's like, <laughs> if, if the person doesn't have a problem with it, if I'm joking around with one of my friends and they don't care, you shouldn't be offended by that. And I just don't understand this mentality to be offended by everything. Cause literally nothing offends me anymore at this point yeah. in my life. I'm right there with you, dude. And that's why I will never not say that it's fucking weird as shit to be trans. I will always say that, but that doesn't mean that I don't think that people should be able to be trans if they want to. Um, but like for, for, for me personally, I think it's insane if Davey wants to cut his penis off and have a period. I mean, women don't even like, like having periods. Uh, women hate having periods. They wish that they could take pills to not have fucking periods. And then there's psycho dudes out there that want to have periods. That is fucking weird. And that is a mental disorder. My opinion, just Ryan speaking here. So, and it's, go ahead. 
<laughs> no, that was it, dude. I mean, I just think it's fucking insane. So, well, I mean, my, yeah. yeah, my my brother works in the Department of Corrections and he's a counselor. And I think I sent you one of the emails that they were saying. Yeah. With the, <laughs> and like, um, like <laughs> if, if a prisoner wants to transition, that's our taxpayers dollars paying for yes. that shit. Oh, it's fuck, insane really? to me. Yeah. I don't I know how it is up in Canada. That. I never thought about that. Holy shit. Well, that's what it, when it's to a so fucking, yeah, dude, when it's so liberal, it's like, dude, at what point are we, are we fucking over the normal people that just want to like live life and not have to pay for this shit? We go ahead, Nico. Yeah. I was just going to say, it's like, they, they get, you know, three meals a day. They get unlimited medical care whenever they need. And uh, supposedly they are, you know, they've broken the law of society. Why, why are they getting all these benefits and stuff when normal people like us have to work every day and bust our ass and <laughs> maybe scrape by yeah. yeah but it's the same thing with immigration too exactly yeah yeah like Especially from you want to come you want to fucking come here illegal immigration i should say yeah but these people come here and they get a fucking house they get a car and you know it's like me i'm fucking living with my dad right now i can't save money like i I can but it's hard i can't fucking go out and like plop down money on a house or plop down money on a car you know like all the people that here are that are here and have been here since the inception of their lives they're struggling yet you come from another place you got it well, Davey, here in the U.S., the Biden administration is trying to give illegal immigrants from Mexico $450,000, and the million dollars is being floated now. I, I, think, I, made saw a... you, I think I saw you post about that. Yeah, I want to sneak over it because I kind of look a little yeah, yeah. I want to sneak <laughs> over and fucking that. pretend that I'm fucking Mexican with my parents and like we'll each get $450,000 a pop and just be able to... Because, dude, my little tiny Shopify store is making a it literally three figures a month three figures a month right so less than a thousand dollars a month i'm making off my shopify store selling merch and they're trying to fucking hit me for taxes based off of sales tax now right what's that wasn't that something new with that like sales tax or or well that's patreon Patreon. patreon's doing it too patreon takes out an eight dollar uh a month fee for my uh you know between us three and everyone listening it's 400 bucks i'm making a month on patreon i mean dude how the fuck are you going to try and charge me who I've been working since I was 13, right? Uh, you know, how are you going to charge me taxes on three figures a month and then just give all these motherfuckers fucking $450,000 just for being born in the wrong country in their own opinion? I mean, I guess they're fucking transnational. I don't know what's going on here. It's just insane, dude. And it pisses me off. It is insane. And also be a gamer. Uh, I buy my games digitally. And uh, I was so happy. I was just like, oh, okay, this game is uh, 10 bucks, right? Boom, you're paying $9.99, no tax, right? And then this year, they introduced a fucking DST, digital sales tax. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You have to tax everything. Like it's fucking- well, there's a problem here too with the Patreon thing. So, like the the people that let's let's say that they're giving me three dollars on Patreon, they're getting taxed from their job. You know, they're getting income tax, so they're getting taxed, right? They're putting three dollars in my Patreon. That's getting taxed. 
And then at the end of the year, I'm getting taxed again on that. So that's three times that that money is getting taxed. Not to mention like all these other little like fucking like my, my Shopify taxes. How much do the taxes need to trickle down? So, I mean, and what do we have to show for our taxes? There's still shitty roads. There's still poisonous water in some fucking yep. countries or some, some uh, cities. So, I mean, yeah, dude, it's a fucking problem. And yeah. we're back. Um, we're back. Just so much shit, dude. I'm just fucking pissed. I'm I'm tired of the shit, man. Uh, this is why I've been drinking so much. It's become a problem. <laughs> no, yeah, really. I drink, dude. Honestly, I drink every night and I take THC oil. I get fucked up, you know. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> I do. I I, I kind of schedule my fucking podcast around me drinking because it gets my conversation flowing, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I, I uh, I'm usually drunk when I'm recording. That's just the way that I roll it. But I mean, and, uh, most most people I know that that record. Well, I know um, one guy. I'm not going to mention any names because I don't know if he wants to people to know. But every time he goes on, he he's like, "Oh, are you high yet?" I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm not going to get high right now. I'm I'm good, you know." Yeah. <laughs> But it's all good, you know. Whatever you got to do, man. Like that's why I open my intro every every time, you know. Smoke a dupe, drink a beer, do what you got to do. Enjoy the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It's um, it, you. It's kind of a, a shame. I I heard something a while ago with um, you know, the idea with the social media influencers, and you know, you you can tell your kid to go to school, get a good job um you know work hard work your way up the corporate ladder all that bullshit and then they might see someone named jake paul and be like how the fuck did he get there or Or see someone like or the island boys or kim kardashian (laughs) or any of these people it's like dude life is fucking random people people like the island boys that's a great example they're they're that fame is not going to last right that that clout's not going to last but you got people with longevity like jake paul who was on fucking bizarre vark and then you got kim kardashian who just sucked off ray j and these people are richer than you or any of your kids that go to school and work their asses off are ever going to be and this is a very cynical way to look at it but it's just fucking reality man it's it's very sad when i mean how can you look your kid in the eye and say go to school and be an honest person when like, you know, we know about the bushes, we know about the fucking Kennedys. We know about, you know, all this, these power players, they're not honest. They're not hard workers. They're fucking. Dude, I went to fucking, I went to college for two different fucking programs and I still never got a fucking job in the field, you know, like Mm. fuck that shit. Yeah. I, I, I I distrust the educational system and I distrust the fucking medical system. You know, because of what I went through personally. So it's like, what am I going to do now? I'm fucking 42 years old. Eh, you know, get on Nico's show. I'm like, you know what? I think I like, I think I like doing this, you know? So then I started my own show. And I'm like, fuck it, you know? Yeah. Like, why not? Uh, and I haven't monetized it yet, but I probably will because I think it's something that I'm fucking passionate about doing. And I, I love doing it. And why not make a fucking buck out of it, you know? Yeah, and and it is interesting when um I mean dude, I've I've talked to a lot of people about starting a podcast and I I feel like 
not many people can actually do it, right? I mean, you can. I think that you can. I think that you enjoy it enough. It seems like you research and you do things. But there's some people that talk and they don't even enunciate their words. They don't know what to talk about. There's one guy, Travis, that I spoke to, and he he wasn't sure what he wanted to talk about. And I, I still encourage him to do a show because he's a fun personality. He seems like he can, if he if he learns how to... Uh, research things he'll he'll do a great job but there's other people that i've talked to where they're like man i don't know what to talk about i don't know what to do um but you yeah, can't, no, I, I hear you can't even yeah. understand them though you can't even understand what they're saying and i've got to be like wait what uh excuse me repeat that and like that's a problem so like i mean like i said this dude travis he's a phenomenal dude he's a fucking like hilarious to talk to he has a future in it i think that he can do it he can at least supplement his income Um, But then there's some people where it's like, you know, with with the times and the way that the, you know, things are moving digital, like we talked about, it's going to be very tough for a lot of people. When everyone's moving into the podcast community, it's going to be really tough for a lot of people to to actually monetize, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you just gotta, you gotta work on um, getting yourself out there. You know what I mean? Like, like, I'm getting I'm getting pretty good, like, hits and shit like views or plays or whatever right like i'm like wow like there's actually people that want to listen to my stupid ass you know yeah yeah that's what i feel the same way yeah dude it's like but um i think i think really you 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 really need the gift of gab for this oh yeah you have you can't have dead air like that's yeah you you gotta be on you gotta be on your wit your wits end you know what i mean like you gotta have uh you have to be able to be prepared to um uh keep the conversation going at a, at a snap of a finger. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I'm fairly good at that shit. So, you know, well, let me, let, let's do a test right now. Uh, I'm going to say a word assholes. Faggot. Okay. Well, that wasn't <laughs> what I was going to, I was trying to say rich and asshole. Um, but no, that was perfect. I mean, that's the thing, you know, um, <laughs> I saw Nico. He's just like, Oh my, Oh boy. That's, that's one of my <laughs> what did favorite I walk back words. Into? When I'm on, uh, when I'm playing Call of Duty and people kill me or whatever, I'm like fucking fag. <laughs> hey, I mean that works, dude. You know, but no, I, you know, one thing, you know, if anyone is trying to get into the podcast game, I would say uh, before you even reach out to anyone, see if you can record yourself talking for thirty minutes without one second of dead air, just talking and record it, and, and it doesn't even have to be good. Yeah, that's that's my thing. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, <clears throat> have for like years now, um, but I'm not good at sitting there by myself and keeping uh, a conversation going in my own head. Oh, I, have I, do to, I have to have a guest. Oh, yeah. You got to be a little crazy to do it. Because I, I can just going to say yeah. that. Because <clears throat> I'll try, sit and talk maybe to I'll myself try all a, day. A Davey, maybe I'll there try Davy's rant one day, but you know. Yeah. Uh, I know I prefer, Nico, I much prefer to have a guest on. I know Nico can do it. You know, that's the thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's a difference between a monologue and a dialogue and shit. But yeah, dude, I mean, like I, I, I talk to myself all day, too, you know, and, and so I think that is something that that certain types do. Um, not not that I'm like some fucking elite podcaster or anything, but it's no, just but like, do you work alone, Ryan? Like when you work during the day, are you by yourself? Yeah. Yeah, same with me. I'm either cutting a lawn or cleaning someone's car out. So I have a lot of time in my own head. Yeah, where I, you know, play stuff out. And I just, 
sometimes I have to edit the shit that I talk about on there because I'll just ramble on and I'm like, okay, I'm on a completely different topic at this point and I have to go back and cut it out. But the biggest thing too is like for anyone getting started, like I was so nervous to uh, not so much talk in front of people. I, I've been able to talk in front of people because I was a teacher and whatnot, but it's just getting over that fear of like, is anyone going to listen? As long as you like what you're saying, put it out there. Yeah, for you sure. Know? If you're comfortable with it, put it out there. Don't put half-ass shit out there. And uh, yeah, yeah, and like like I'm seeing, like I, I I always go by the the old adage from Field of Dreams, like if you build it, they will come, right? Mm-hmm. Like I I didn't expect uh, fucking anybody to listen, you know. I but I but I I'm, the more that I go, it's like fuck, cool, man. Yeah. Like the one I put out. Uh, 20 like over maybe 30 hours ago like it was only like uh less it was less than 24 hours i already got 30 hits on it i'm like oh shit fuck that's amazing you know yeah that's cool man but i know but i noticed like the more people that start listening then the other ones get more hits too and it just keeps building and building and building right Mm -hmm. it's fun to watch yeah dude the 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 first time you get like um i think it's 1446 that's how many seconds there are in a day that's a cool that's a rush when you get that you know what i mean like you get to play every second that's like you know like someone's someone's clicking it every second of the day that's pretty wild man that's a fucking that's a crazy crazy concept to 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 understand but i mean like this is what's kind of fun is like you you just get all kinds of people with different knowledge bases different skills and like that's what conspiracy theories and conspiracy theorists used to be it wasn't like everyone is like a quasi expert on shit right now so you know davy you know a little bit about flat earth you know a little bit about fucking lizard people and geopolitics and same with nico i mean everyone knows a little bit about everything yep Um, exactly back in the day like back in the 90s when I was a kid, I mean, I, I wasn't into this shit in the nineties. I didn't get into it until after nine 11 is when that was what, what started me into the whole thing. But once, once uh, back then it was like one person was an expert on aliens. One person was an expert on like the fucking uh, Carlisle group. One person was an expert on, on different secret societies and the Illuminati and all this shit. And people would get together and they would meet and they would share their ideas, but that information didn't get out to the masses like it can right now and that's what's very interesting is that we can do these kinds of things right we can talk and we can meet with different people you've got a different audience than i do everyone here has a different audience both of you guys so i think that um i mean that's what's really interesting dude no matter how big anyone gets they should always talk with other people other podcasts doesn't matter who it's it's a shame to me when i when i reach out to people that are bigger than i am and they don't answer i mean i reached out to um i reached out to the greg carlwood and uh didn't fucking answer me you know what i mean it's like dude fuck that motherfucker if he wants to come on my show at this point i don't fucking care that dude's kind of a fucking douchebag in my opinion now i mean i used to love the show i haven't listened to it in months and i think that it's fucking whack because i reached out to him at the same time that i reached out to grimerica and Grimerica, Graham from Grimerica got back to me within fucking like six hours. He's like, hell yeah. yeah, man, we'll do your show. And he he hopped on my show with uh, Darren 
and and we've done a couple episodes. He's going to be on Ma- Monday Night Master Debaters soon too. I mean, that's awesome. a per- that's a personable guy. And some of these guys, yeah, sure, maybe you know, Carlwood didn't see it, but I think it's bullshit, dude. When when people that are fucking podcasters act like they're like fucking like like from- elites. Yeah, it's like, dude, you have yeah. a fucking podcast. You're not shit, really. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. it's, anyone it's- can make one. Literally. Yeah, literally, literally, right? Yeah. I mean, this is like according to fucking YouTube. I, I know, dude. I feel the same way. It's like I feel like I'm a step. Up, up, I feel the no, try not to get my ego involved, but even when I'm at work, like I talk to so many people at work, and I feel like what I'm doing now, it's like a little bit of a step above of what everybody else is doing. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I feel like, oh shit, I'm actually fucking doing something outside of the fucking matrix you know yeah and people look at me a little bit funny these days now because of it it's like oh look at this guy he thinks he's fucking hot shit it's like no i don't think i'm hot shit i just like started fucking taking nico's advice and using anchor because it's so fucking easy and i just started applying it that's all you know that big dick energy dude hell yeah what it is (laughs) See, and, and that's just what a problem take, I mean, the, like, take those four inches <laughs> yeah I'm, yeah dude I'm, i always say i'm four inches hard six inches soft dude i i, I, I shrink when i get hard but no i you know it, it just is a problem i mean even sam Tripley, the biggest fucking podcast in this community i mean that dude had me on you know what i mean um yeah, so I, I have a big problem with people that don't fucking interact with shows that are smaller than them because who's to say that these big shows are going to stay big. They're they're not. Everyone has their pop, and then people kind of kind of chill out at a certain point. And no one wants to listen to these people forever, unless you're Howard Stern, who sold out. I mean, unless you're Alex Jones, who you know, I still I still listen to Infowars, but um, Infowars, Red Pill, <laughs> Red Pill, yeah, dude. Uh, I dude. show my buddies your video that you posted. I was like, they're like. Oh my fucking god, really, dude? Well, dude, and I I tripped out with Alex Stein, man. I love the guy, man. He Oh he, yeah, he posted one too with his mother. For his mother and God yeah, rest yeah. her soul, dude. That is so tragic and it sucks, man. It it really is a sad thing. But um I I, I want to ask him why he 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 tapped into the Island Boys <laughs> for that video because I think that it is something you know he's a comedian he's a he's a character and i wonder if he wanted some some comedy with the whole tragedy right Uh, that's what i would think yeah that's what i thought too but i I mean the thing you know you can hate on the island boys all you want oh dude the brilliant the fact that they fucking uh did that for alex was fucking cool it's fucking badass and that's what i think you guys people can hate on you but i think they're genuinely fucking nice dudes you know well, I don't think they have a fucking clue, to be honest. I think that they, they did something well, funny. <laughs> I think they did something funny and, uh, you know, they capitalized on something. And then, you know, with this technology like Patreon and Cameo and shit like that, you mm-hmm. can you can make one goofy video and then people for the next month or two want to reach out to you and they want to pay you a, a premium price to do a, a 30 second video like Alex did. And I... I, I I really want to ask Alex what what the what the idea behind that was because it is 
I mean, like I thought it was, I wouldn't do that personally, but I thought it was, it was kind of a, it was a, an interesting thing. It made me think for a second. I was like, well, shit, you know, this tragedy that happened, I know that it hit him hard. You know, it's obvious that it hit, hit Alex hard, but it's like, man, uh, were you doing that to make people laugh about something that made you sad or were you doing it as like, um, like, well, you know, what was the purpose of it? Because like I said, I wouldn't do it, but I think it's a beautiful thing because people do things differently. And it's, it's yeah, just, I mean, man, fucking Alex is a fascinating dude. He's very, very interesting. So it, I, I think I would it's love fucking to get awesome. fucking high with that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's uh well, I think he'd probably drive you crazy. He's very fucking hyper. I don't, I, I feel like he's high all the time. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see that dude drunk. I feel like he'd fucking be insane. Did you ever hear about what happened with uh, with Alex and and uh, us on my old show with with my old co-host? I should say. No, dude, it's so fucking ridiculous. Did you hear about this, Nico? Did you see? No, it? I haven't. So story time. Yeah, man, this was uh, this was funny, and uh, it, it made me respect Alex a lot because he apologized, and and it's hard to apologize. But dude, we uh, fucking my old co-host was very, very liberal, very mainstream. Brandon, you know, and yeah, yeah. he uh, he did not. He believed in the mainstream media narrative with nine eleven, and Alex was showing a brilliant video that was that was put together about uh, Back to the Future and how it predicted nine eleven, and. I had hopped off of this 9-11, or it was a, uh, it was like a group, group swap cast type deal that we were doing. I hopped off because I was done. I was like, oh man, we've been talking for fucking two hours. I'm good. So I went and laid down. I'm, I'm chilling and I start getting texts from people that are on the show and people that are watching. I got like 20 texts and people are like, dude, you need to get on there and fucking defend your podcast. And I'm like, wait, what, what? what's going on right now? Oh shit. And apparently Brandon got kicked off. Because Alex was hosting this this you know mega swapcast, because Brandon was really challenging why Alex thought that th- that Back to the Future was predicting nine eleven, and right before Brandon got kicked off, Alex was fucking yelling at him. He was fucking screaming at Brandon, being like, "You fucking faggot! Fuck you!" Oh, and and Brandon was just asking him questions, right? And Alex was like, fuck you, dude. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, and, and Alex was actually a Patreon subscriber, uh, to, to Dangerous World back then. And he was like, I'm never fucking supporting you and your faggot cousin show talking about me. Right. And he's like, fuck you both. And like, blah, blah, blah. He unsubscribed from Patreon, didn't talk to us. And like, I wasn't even there. And I hopped back oh, on out. And I that's was a, like, that's a Bishop Larry Gator situation. Yeah. And I was like, damn, <laughs> dude. Like, and, 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 uh, you know, I talked to Alex and as soon as I talked to Alex, man, Alex was like, yeah, dude, like, I'm sorry. Like, I was just mad at your cousin. And so, like, I, I threw you under the bus too and all that shit. Um, so that made me respect Alex a lot after, uh, you know, he, he said that. He was so mad at at Brandon, at my old co-host and my cousin, that he he actually his anger started coming out towards me too. And I thought it was just kind of funny because it was such a human moment for this for this character. I mean, Alex is a character. I don't think that he really is who he is on his show. I think that he's an okay. inter- he's an entertainer, right? Well, no, I, I I so I should say this. I should say I think he's an entertainer. I think that um you know he's not faking it. 
but I think that uh, he's a more personable type dude in, in real real life. He amps it up for the show, you know. Of yeah, course, yeah, just yeah. I mean, just like any good person on or any good showman does, right? I mean, like I exactly, exactly, dude. I I amp myself up. I mean, I'm not sitting here. I'm not always trying to talk. I'm actually pretty quiet in my own personal life, but I'm I'm down to talk about shit that that I'm passionate about. So um. Yeah, dude, no, I respect the fuck out of Alex, and I think that it's uh, it's very sad. But I'm I'm very interested into why he uh, why he tapped into the Island Boys for uh, for a eulogy. I thought it was very interesting. Well, it's a it's a new it's a new trend, right? So sure, yeah. So I think maybe like maybe he wanted to get people on board with that, you know? That, yeah, and I think like you said too, you have to bring some light to a dark situation yeah that's that's alchemy like we were talking about before it's just you have to be able to transmute it and make it into something so i'm sure it was hard for him i, I can't imagine losing your mother but and the, the old adage of, like uh, when life gives you lemons you make lemonade that's alchemy right yeah 100 yeah that's what yeah. it is man you gotta you gotta fucking take life as it is and to me life is a fucking joke dude like it's serious, but you got to fucking laugh at everything, man. Like, honestly, like when I'm at work, people are like, how are you always so happy? I'm like, dude, fuck. Like, come on, man. Like, why are you going to be so miserable all the fucking time? <laughs> so, it's so hard to be miserable all the time. I've done it. You know? It is. It, it takes, sucks. It takes a lot of energy, man. And you... it, does, it takes way less energy to just fucking joke around all the time. You know, like I go to, pe- I go up to people, I crack jokes all the time. Like, I'm like, I, I hear one joke from somebody and I got to go around and tell everybody and just fucking ma- brighten up their day a little bit. Like the one, the fucking uh, maintenance guy at work, he comes, he's like, Hey Dave, like, yo, what's up? He's like, what do you call an Asian guy with one leg? I'm like, what? He's like, Taiwan shoe. <laughs> okay, fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah i mean so then i gotta go around and tell everybody you know and i i always say where i heard it from i'm like that was dan that told me that you know <laughs> well shit you gotta be careful with those kind of jokes these days i guess it's against taiwan so that's fine yeah but i i, I mm-hmm. usually know people who can take it you know what i mean you're not gonna tell it to a taiwanese person exactly <laughs> With one leg, or uh, or uh, yeah, imagine you go one, up to uh... a, imagine you go up to a Chinese person or a Taiwanese <laughs> with one leg. You're like, hey, what do you call you fucking Chinese? Uh, yeah, dude. dude, I fucking I even told that joke to an Asian guy, and he fucking died laughing, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, people know my character, so they know I'm not out there to fucking hate on anybody, right? So yeah. Uh, and then I fucking I get another one. Uh, what do you call a Mexican girl with no arms and no legs? I'm like, what? He's like, Consuelo. Consuelo. Okay. Well, hey, you know, I mean, there's there's all kinds. Of, there's awesome. all kinds of them. I mean, yeah, dude. It's just, um, man. It, it is. Uh, that sounds like some Joker shit. Like, you know, the the I watched Joker with with Joaquin Phoenix again recently. Love that movie. There's some serious predictive programming there. They go to the Capitol to riot. They go to the Capitol mm-hmm. and the city to riot, all dressed yeah. up as clowns. Uh, that was kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, man, there, there was one scene in there that um, it made me feel fucking kind of emotional for a second. Um, you know, I'm kind of a sociopath in a sense, but like this made me feel <laughs> this made me feel weird when I saw like Joaquin Phoenix was getting kind of picked on. 
And he was like, why is everyone so fucking mean? You know what I mean? It's like, dude, like it, for some reason that hit home, he's such a great fucking actor. He's brilliant. But yes. it made it made me feel for a second. I was like, holy shit. Like that, just the way that he brought that, I was like, God damn, that's, and it's such a good fucking movie, dude. It's um, true. Every A lot of people are fucking mean out there, man. Yeah, and he just said it like he was just like it. It sounded like he was genuinely hurt. He's like, "Why is everyone so fucking mean?" And it's like, "Damn, man! Like, why? Why can't people be nice?" And it, and that's why, like I said, that's why I, I I admire. Um, and I don't know if I said that I admired like how how Alex did the whole, uh, you know, kind of making light of his dark dark situation. Um, it's just kind of mind blowing to me because I wouldn't do that, right? I I could not do that. I, I wouldn't make a funny video, um about my my mother's passing and i know that he wasn't doing it to to joke about it he was just trying to i think probably what he was doing was trying to make other people laugh right um because or or maybe make people think like holy shit why the fuck is this guy doing this you know what i mean so yeah i mean perhaps you're thinking a little bit too deep about it but honestly i think um it's probably just part of his grieving process that's all sure 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 Yeah. yeah Yeah, no, I, but yeah, no, I, I admired the guy for doing that. And he, he was one of those people with a massive show that talked with us, um, you know, when, when we weren't shit and, and he helped prop up our show. And so, you know, he's always got a spot in, in my heart for doing that. And just like, you know, the confessionals podcast has that same spot, Sam Tripoli, Mark for connecting us and shit like that. So, I mean, like, yeah, dude, uh, yeah, can't, I'm not talking shit. At all. No, I, I, that's, that's what it's all about for me I think is like just promote your brothers men and sisters you know just promote mm-hmm. them like just take a little take a little snippet uh, screen record and then post it as a little trailer like go follow them go listen to this episode you know like yeah. uh, Nico does it for me fucking Matt uh, from uh, Great Deception holy mm-hmm. shit man he's on a roll he's a great like, dude Dude, he's fucking, like, him and I talk all the time, and it's, like, fucking awesome. I send him, like, songs that I'm listening to. I'm like, dude, listen to this song. And he'll be like, yeah, fuck. This is my new workout tune, you know? Yeah. So it's like, we we just help promote each other, and he puts all these fucking cool stories out for my episodes. It's, like, fucking cool, man, you know? Like, I just love this, all you guys. Like, you guys are just beautiful human beings, man. I love it. Oh, thank you. You're going to make me turn pink over here. <laughs> seriously though like i i do get like emotional about it like i'm just like oh man like it, these people are are just like regular human beings but they're they're so aware of what's going on in the world and they just want people to know about what's going on like truly and, and we're so strangers too you know like, yeah we're all strangers like my, my family will not listen to my podcast <clears throat> no one you know <laughs> me neither well my dad used to he used to love it and now he's not anymore which is fine yeah my brother was on my second episode and i'm like i sent him the last one i just did and he's like oh i didn't realize you were still doing that (laughs) (laughs) it's funny growing yeah we're all growing and i um even sam tripley i've been listening to him for like four three four years now and uh i discovered him through because uh, I'm a, a huge metalhead, right? And I discovered him through uh, a metal podcast uh, called The Jasta Show, which was uh, Jamie Jasta's podcast. And he's the singer for Hatebreed, the, the, the band Hatebreed, right? And he gets all these metal musicians on, but he likes to delve into conspiracies and shit. And he got Sam Tripoli on his show. And I listened to Sam. I'm like, oh, fuck, this guy's fucking awesome. 
And then I started listening to Tripoli like fucking religiously. And but since I started getting into the game of podcasting, I, it's like I'd rather listen to you guys now. <laughs> you know what it's I mean? Interesting you say that. Yeah, I, I haven't. And dude, I love Tinfoil Hat. I'm I'm loyal. So to, I, man. I'm loyal I'm to totally it. Totally loyal. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't listened to an episode in quite some time, and and that's not because I don't like him, and I think that he's doing great work. Um, but yeah, man, it, and it it is hard, honestly, dude. I've been listening to Tim Dillon like over and over again. I'm 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 a Patreon subscriber to his show, and I just listen to that shit because, dude, I've learned more about conspiracies from that show than I have from any other show, honestly. And it's a right. comedy podcast. It's fucking weird. It's a weird fucking podcast. So, but. Yeah, dude, and and I I just find a lot of entertainment from it. What are I, I want to ask both of you guys, but I'll start with Nico. Uh, what are like your favorite podcasts? And we'll wrap this up. I mean, like, what are like your top three, top five podcasts? Not necessarily just conspiratorial, but um, like what what would you try and recommend to people? Maybe some some shit that people haven't heard. So, <clears throat> I like it might not listen. necessarily have to be conspiratorial, right? No, right. no, no. Okay. So, I love I love tinfoil hat too, but I'm very selective now with the episodes. But shows that I love are like the Confessionals podcast because that's kind of what I'm going for is the paranormal aspects of it. Things like Sasquatch Chronicles, and uh, what's like yeah. another one? Um, I don't know, man, because it's tough. I haven't listened to a lot of the stuff I normally listen to. I did like the higher side chats, but again, it's just there's not enough time in the day to listen to everything. Yeah. So I like a podcast that's um another one that no one knows about it's called uh the philosophical minds and they talk about uh alchemy like magic and stuff and i don't practice magic but it's fascinating to me i like to hear kind of like that pseudoscience side of things the philosophical side of it and what's another one what's the sasquatch chronicles about man because obviously there's sasquatch shit but like is it just Dude, that's when you it's said that, Bigfoot. I giggled, but like I'm like I'm down. <laughs> yeah, and it's so weird because <clears throat> I think I might have had a Bigfoot experience, and I I didn't know it until I listened to that show. It's all just people um, telling their Bigfoot stories, and it's insane. He's got like eight or nine hundred episodes already of all these different encounters of all Holy these different shit. people. It's it's mind blowing, and I actually heard one. And the guy mentioned a road, and I was like, I know that road. It's right by my house. <laughs> oh. I listened to the whole thing, and where I had this weird encounter with what I thought was a bear is two miles away from where this person had his encounter with something that followed him in the wood line. And I was like, holy shit, because it I was not. A... I heard you tell that story, yeah. And it's just, I love that show. I love Tony's show. And Honestly, every once in a while, I'll listen to like Lex Friedman. You know, I can't listen to Joe Rogan anymore. I, just, I like him too. He's dope. You know, I like Lex Friedman stuff. I like to just put something on and just hear, I don't want to say nerds talk, but just hear something that's so out of the realm of what I do with my normal life, you know? Deep shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, you know, there's a there's a Tim Dillon, uh, Lex Friedman. Tim Dillon went to Lex Friedman's podcast. It's a great episode. Two and a half hour conversation. They talk about comedy. They talk about politics. They talk about like life. It's uh, look that up. If you got nothing to do, I mean, tonight, check that shit out. Yes, it's fucking definitely. it's a that's what introduced me to, to Lex Friedman's show. 
it's a good podcast man deep deep fucking topics um an interesting dude sweet for sure fucking weird right he's a weirdo he is a weirdo because he's like a robot talking but then he tries to get into this like spiritual side of things and he does martial arts and he plays music and it he's a fascinating character i I (laughs) really enjoy listening to his show that's lex friedman lex friedman yeah okay and and dude the way that tim dylan described him because they went to dinner with joe rogan they all went together and he was like it's like eating next to a brilliant child because like this guy (laughs) lex friedman he was like asking him like so what do you think about robots and he says it like in just the driest voice and tim dylan's like uh i haven't put much thought in robots you know what i mean it's just like a weird (laughs) shit but um but i'm sure he has like a million things to say about it (laughs) well lex friedman is that's what he is that he's like a robotics expert he he can describe like the algorithms and how youtube runs shit and all these things got about seven minutes here davey what uh what are some of your podcasts that you uh are very interested in oh my god um there's one uh, that I discovered because uh, I'm a huge fan. Uh, one of my all-time favorite bands is uh, Faith No More. I don't know if you ever heard of them. I have not. Okay, well, I, I implore you to check them out. I've been a huge fan since like uh, 93, 94. <clears throat> but there's actually <clears throat> excuse me, uh, a podcast um, called Podcast Croissant. Okay. French? Uh, it's yeah, but it's run by two guys. Uh, uh, one's in Australia, one's in the UK. Um, and uh, they have had experiences with meeting the band. And one of the guys wrote a book about the band. And they just give you like a whole treasure trove and plethora of information about the band itself. And me being a band, uh, a fan for so long, it just, I was just like, oh my God, like, I learned so much about one of my favorite bands of all time. So it's just a podcast about this band? About this band, yeah. And they have like... Interesting. I think they probably have like like 40 episodes or something. And they'll go like from album to album, even song to song. And like, there's so much to talk about about this band. Like, hmm. it's, it's incredible. But but yeah, podcast, podcast croissant. Because um, they named it that because the band put out uh, a video compilation of all their videos and I had it on VHS. It was called video croissant. Right. So they took that and made it into their podcast. Interesting. So niche podcasts are always the thing, right? Yeah. Like, especially if you have like a general interest or like a focused interest, you got shit like that too. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Interesting. But what yeah, else? Faith. Um, oh my God. Uh, of course there's tinfoil hat. Uh, those conspiracy guys, that's a good one. Yeah, I I could listen to Gordo for hours, and thankfully because their podcasts are like three four hours long. Yeah, <laughs> they go fucking deep in yeah. like every subject they go into. It's he's it's another so one of those motherfuckers I reached out to early in the days and didn't fucking get back to me. So he I didn't get back a, to you, eh? He, yeah, he fuck, didn't. Man. Yeah, so I have a I have a little bit of a hate relationship with that. I would say love hate, but there's no love really. I I can't fucking stand that shit. But well, he has you know, a good show. It's like He's gotta, at least at least why can't someone drop say a message? Yeah, like say and say no sorry, or lie. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Well, some people act like their fucking DMs are too full. And um, you know, I love Ken. I love Ken from Black Pill. But like, I didn't understand the whole concept of like when Shane wanted to quit Instagram. And that, this is not Ken. This is Shane, who I haven't spoken with. 
but he wanted to quit Instagram because they weren't, they weren't able to keep up with their DMS. Like, dude, it's not that hard. You know what I mean? Like just take, take 30 minutes a day. If you're treating it like a job, take 30 minutes a day and just respond once a day to a hundred people. I mean, you're not, not getting that more fucking than... hard, man. Like, honestly, I get a ton you don't of have to DMs. act like you're fucking like an elite, you know? Well, and, and, and to be clear, Ken is not doing that. You know, Ken is, Ken's a fucking great motherfucking dude. I love that guy, but um, yeah, I, I don't get the, um, the, the aspect or the idea of, of treating it like it's, it's crazy, but yeah, four minutes, uh, any other podcast that we got here, Davey? Uh, honestly, uh, I, I support you on Patreon as well. Thank you. Yeah, you know that. <laughs> I, I know that, but I didn't know I was going to make your list. <laughs> and of course, and Nico, the last couple of days have been trying to catch up with you. And, uh, Thank also you. Matt from great deception, man. Fuck that guy is like on point with everything. His his notes, his research is so structured. Yeah, I fucking love it so much. And now he's got ma- uh, master debaters. Uh, I love enjoy you guys. Like I just enjoy the whole community, man. But it's so hard to keep up on everybody. Like I wish I could, you know. But like Nico said, there's not enough hours in the day, man. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pick and choose, man. It's crazy. Yep. But when I listen to an episode and I enjoy it, I'll fucking post a snippet or a screenshot and say, follow these guys. You know, we just got to support each other, man. We got to try to fucking, I, I think our main goal for all of us is to just break free from the matrix and, you know, make money. That's my goal. Yeah. I'm very mm-hmm. honest about it. <laughs> Dude. And I, I, I started when I started off, I'm like, I'm just doing this to get the truth out and this and that. But now it's like, if people are going to catch on to this, then why not monetize it like there's no there's no fucking shame in it i don't think you know yeah no there's not at all um well let's go around the horn real quick and let's plug we got just a little bit of time here so let's make this very brief nico where can people find your phenomenal show with your paranormal stories man uh my show is called upstate unconventional and it's on all the major platforms and if you want to talk to me directly on instagram upstate underscore unconventional i'll always answer you back yeah, you fucking better, dude. Don't big league me. Don't big league anybody. <laughs> yeah, don't dude. be an elite piece of shit, no. bro. <laughs> Absolutely not. Thanks, Nico. Uh, Davey, what about you, man? Uh, Red Pill Cartel podcast on Instagram. And my other account is uh, at uh, DaveyWavy2112, which is Shadow Band. Um, <laughs> yeah. Welcome and, to the club, uh, can, buddy. Yeah, man. You can find me on all major platforms, so. Awesome. And I am Ryan from Dangerous World, patreon.com slash Dangerous World. Very cheap tiers if you want to get just introduced to a little extra truth. And then, of course, DangerousWorldStore.com for your cheap, inexpensive, but quality t-shirts and hoodies. Uh, Always appreciate the support there, guys. And I I really got to thank you, Nico, and thank you, Davey, Upstate Unconventional, and of course, Red Pill Cartel. I really, really appreciate this, man. This is a fun thing. David, this was your idea, man. So thank you for, for uh, the trifecta of the meeting of the minds here. Yeah, and, dude, uh, the unholy trinity. Yeah, I'm, I know, dude. And I'm sure I'm sure we'll do this again, man. And I'm sure that yeah, we'll dude. be talking again with Matt uh, from Monday Night Master Debaters. Great, great guy. I'm going to have to plug his show, of course. Um, we've got the fucking, you know, uh, who else we got? We got... Uh, shit i'm fucking having a brain fart legit bat we got wicked planet we got the great deception we got so many phenomenal podcasts and i want to really really give you guys a big thank you so take care everybody 
And uh, we'll see you all very soon. Have Peace out. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I know I did. Uh, I'm pretty sure they did too. Um, so yeah, so check out uh, those two shows, Upstate Unconventional and uh, Dangerous World Podcast. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're all available on all platforms, all major platforms anyway. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, also follow uh, uh, Ryan Dean at uh, Dangerous World Pod and... Uh, upstate underscore unconventional on instagram and uh also um please drop us a review on apple for all three of us if you're so willing to do so it doesn't take very long takes a couple minutes you know give us uh five stars if you if you're kind if if not if you know if you're honest leave an honest review Uh, i'm sure we're all good uh um, we're all good to take, uh, constructive, con- uh, constructive criticism. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, thank you guys again for tuning in and, uh, see you next time. Bye-bye.